Hi, I am Francisco. And I'm Alfonso, and we are Easy Legal Mexico, and this is our podcast, Easy Talks. So today we're going to talk about corporations. We went back and forth about whether we talk about this or not because it's boring as hell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and Francisco didn't want to talk about this, to be honest with you. Not because we didn't know about it, kind of, but because, but because um, it is freaking boring. And we weren't trying to find a way to make it more appealing, accessible, understanding, but most of all, interesting. Um, even at school, it was a dreaded subject. It was awful. It, and we, well, let's just say it's not uh, our, our best uh, topic of conversation about uh, corporations, but we have many clients interested in forming one. We have many people forming corporations, expats, foreigners forming corporations. So I think for them to have a peak of, of, of what it is like and how long does it take to form a corporation maybe can shed a light on, on uh, whether they form a corporation or not. So we're going to do our best to do it as, again, appealing, entertaining, and less boring as possible. That being said, it's still corporations. So don't expect uh, too many uh, laughs or <laughs> entertainment in this, in this particular episode. So there's many reasons why people want to form a corporation. And there's many reasons why they come and form a corporation. But from our expertise, what would you say will be the top three? Uh, buying property, uh, open a business. Um, Maybe um, investment, I think will be the third, to invest. And so they come and they express that they want to open, open a corporation. The first thing uh, we have to establish is what kind of corporation. There's many kinds. I won't get into that. So the ones that we actually, you should recommend is the equivalent of an LLC. And that if it's commercial, and if it's based on fees or for professional services, an SCP, which is what we have as Easy Legal Mexico. We have clients with non-profit associations, but that's a completely different animal, so to speak. So, we're gonna talk more about uh, the commercial activity one. So let's say they come, they say, hey, I wanna form a corporation, I wanna form, I wanna buy a property, flip it, uh, or I wanna open a business. Yeah, it's, um, you give me three names, I have, I, have cor I don't wanna say names of corporation, but I have the craziest shit. People have given me the craziest names. And I don't want to give names because maybe they're watching or they don't want me to say it, but trust me, it can go from something like, I don't know, Mexico investment holdings, wherever, to something like, I don't know, I like watch ass or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, I had, I don't know, the craziest thing you can imagine, you can put as a name of the corporation. And um, we, they give us three names. If the name is already in use, uh, it will be rejected. If it's available, it will come back. 
either one or three of them will give you the option, you tell us which one you prefer and we'll take it from there. And then it comes the part of obtaining information from the clients. Basically it's their general uh, information, a uh, copy of their passport, if they have a resident card, resident cards. But don't worry about it, don't sweat about the fact that it's too many, uh, it's too much information. We have a questionnaire that we send clients and wherever you work with most likely they have that kind of thing. A questionnaire that you send to clients, so you just fill it out, send it back and that's it. You don't have to go back and forth and thinking about uh, that many things because it is a lot of information to, to start with. So um, we send the questionnaire, you fill out the questionnaire, send it back and we start. So um, now it comes a part of drafting the corporation, 20 some pages, something like that. It's a pain in the ass, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, we draft the corporation with the requirements and the things that you just uh, tell us, you know, the information that you sent. And once we draft that, we um, set up a meeting to sign it. Um, before you ask, no, it's not in English, nor it will be in English. If you want it in English, you have to pay a translator to have it translated because it's 20 some pages with lots of legal technicalities. Usually we do our best effort to translate the document for you, but um, it's not going to be in English. Yeah. So comes to the signing and we have options there too. Yeah, well if you're in, in town you can sign uh, here with us at the office or if you're not here, uh, right now we have the option to sign at distance uh, with any uh, video program uh, such as uh, FaceTime, uh, Zoom or whatever, uh, the notary uh, can give uh, faith of your intention to sign the corporation. So you just need to show your passport uh, at the time of signing and that's it. Yeah, so you don't have to be here and save time and money and form a corporation. So the corporation gets formed, but it cannot start working yet. It, there's steps, there's requirements. Yeah, once it's signed and the, after we sign, we're registering the public registry of commerce and the Mexican IRS to get a tax ID number. But that's just the first step. After that, we need to get the electronic signature of the corporation. Uh, like I said, it's an electronic uh, file that will allow the corporation to issue uh, facturas, invoices, uh, and file the tax uh, reports, monthly and yearly for the accountant. But as easy and simple as it sounds, it is a pain in the ass. I'm not gonna make, I'm gonna cover it. I'm not gonna make it sound nice to get an appointment to get your electronic signature. Because of COVID, appointments in the Mexican IRS are very limited. So they feel like this. We have to have people in our office wake up at 3 a.m. trying to get appointments for clients to get the, um, the electronic signature. So it's, it's a problem and it takes time. So um, this adds to the time it takes to get the corporation, how long it will take us to get a freaking appointment to get the electronic signature. Yeah. On top of that, we have requirements to get the electronic signature. 
Yeah, and the, the person that is going to represent the corporation before the, the Mexican IRS will have to, to have a resident card or uh, being a Mexican and have a individual electronic uh, signature. So that would be like the first step to think who is going to be your proxy before the Mexican uh, IRS. And the fucking address. Yeah. And we need a tax address uh, that it, it cannot be a virtual office. You have to uh, get a, a space that will be set up as your uh, Mexican tax ID uh, address. And before you ask, and, and I said the swear word because it's a, it's a thing. It's, it's, a, it's a thing, it's an issue. We cannot give you your address. Your accountant cannot give you his address or her address. Your attorney cannot give you their address. You, you do have to get an address to show that that's the corporate address. And they will ask you for pictures and a proof of address in the name of your corporation, electric bill, water bill, you know, wherever. Once you get your electronic signature, we go to the other part or the final part of the corporation, which is opening open the, the bank, bank account. account. And that takes also several weeks. Yeah, between three weeks uh, a month, because one of the requirements is to have the electronic uh, signature, to have the, the tax uh, address, that the bank will go and verify that you are physically located uh, there. Yeah. And yeah. So three to four weeks to open a bank account, which sounds surprising because we formed an LLC in 2008, 18, sorry, 2018, and went to Miami and we were expecting real, well, I was expecting to fail, I don't know about you, but I was yeah. expecting really not to be able to open the bank account for the LLC because in Mexico it takes three to four weeks. So we said, our accountant at the time told us that you're gonna be out in, within minutes with your bank account open. And we said, that's, the guy's crazy. Really, the only reason it took an hour is because the lady made us wait 20 minutes. Otherwise in 40 minutes we won't have our bank account open debit card issue um, and um, corporate bank account, two corporate bank accounts, not just one, two corporate bank accounts open, corporate debit card, corporate debit card, and if you wanted to, checkbooks too. And that was that. Yeah. So that's why we understand what foreigners and expats come to try to open a bank account and say, what the hell? Three to four weeks, what are we talking about? Banks here, especially I think since the I don't want to say the name of the bank, but the money laundry Low, scandal yeah. on the bank uh, that we have here. Um, banks are very, very careful with the money laundry law and they actually check not only the corporation, but every single partner. They check all the documents that they present with. It, they take their time. And so, you know, as as much as we want to serve the clients and to give them the best, uh, uh, more uh, time frame, yeah, time frame or fast service as possible, there's some things that we cannot accelerate. That's one of them. So three to four weeks to open the bank account. Once the bank account is open, that's when the corporation is actually ready to start working. Not before that. Whatever you do before that is something that you're going to have to fix in the future. And I'm talking about people who wants to buy property without having the bank account of the corporation form. Yeah. They pay from their own pocket and that 
will let you eventually to have to do minutes of the meeting and all kinds of documents to justify that money being used as if it, to acquire property for the corporation. So as much as we do it, we don't love to do it and we will really recommend you to wait until the bank accounts form and the corporation is ready to work and to pay yeah. with it. But there's a reason why. Can you say the reason why? <laughs> you still, it, 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 it's actually, you need to pay with a corporate check. Ah, yeah, yeah. Things, not only that your, your house or your property, but things. Yeah, everything uh, that the corporation uh, wants to, to buy, it has to be with a wire transfer, uh, debit card, credit card. Uh, but that include property. Yeah. And the reason why is because the way the law is here, in order for people to be able to give you an invoice, a tag, our official invoice, a factura, you need to pay with debit card, check, wire transfer, and it's the only way you can use that as deductibles yeah. to write off against your monthly taxes, yearly taxes, or at the end of the day, capital gains taxes yeah. when you sell property, which are quite high. So um, you do need to have the bank account ready to work uh, when it comes to uh, the corporation. So you finish the corporation, you're buying, you're working, I think, the most important thing about a corporation is the accountant. Yeah. From the beginning, you need to get a, an accountant to set up your the tax strategy you're gonna use for your uh, business adventure here. So we can recommend you one, or there are several uh, really uh, respect accountants. accountants. Uh, but yes, uh, you need to go hand by hand with the with accountant in all the, the process, especially when you're uh, buying stuff, uh, you need every month. You need to tell the accountant the what your uh, the income you're getting, the expenses you're getting, so they can write off. Match it, yeah. Match it, yeah. So, all in all, how much? How how long do you think it will take the farm corporation? All in all, like three months tops. I mean, like three the, the house. Tops. Yeah. If we get an appointment for the electronic signature, it can be more. I can tell you that. It can be more, especially open the bank account, it can be more. I mean, the corporation is legally formed in two weeks, but to actually have it ready and at a point where things can be done, three to four months, really. Yeah. And I'm not being a pessimist. And whoever tells you differently, keep in mind what they're doing. I will say there are several prices for to form a corporation. When they give you a price for the corporation, check what is the, what does include on the process. Yeah. But it could go only to set up the corporation and they leave you there. Yeah. And they don't follow the process to get electronic signature, uh, open the bank account, helping you to get a tax address. Yeah. It's, it's, it, you have to check up to where, where, how far will they go in the process with you. And, um, and check that with everybody, including us. <laughs> Ask us how far we'll go in the process. Um, we usually include pretty much everything up until opening the bank account. That's where we have uh, certain things that we talk with clients, but we usually include everything in, the, in our service and our process of three to four months. 
And this is not, and I always say this, this is not something about against expats or foreigners. It's, how, it's, it's just like that for us. Yeah. Or, or it takes the same time, yeah. It, the same time. If you have Mexican partners, foreigner partners, American partners, Canadian partners, French partners, it's the same thing for all of you. The only difference is that we can represent the being Mexicans. We can represent the corporation. We don't need a proxy that is Mexican or have a resident card. And I think the last, the last, it could be the first, but it's the last, the last thing I want to close with is: no matter what, you have to remember that no matter what people tell you, you don't need a Mexican to open corporate to be a partner in your corporation to have a corporation. I even heard, have heard that from a notary. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. I want to say his name. But the, the notary told me, hey, have you formed a corporation with foreigners and not a Mexican? I said, what, what are you talking about? The law doesn't say that you need a Mexican in the corporation. The problem is that whoever inscribed you in the Mexican address and in certain banks, whoever opened the bank account needs to have a resident card or be a Mexican. That being said, it doesn't have to be a partner. It can be a simple proxy with attributions to do just that, yeah. which is what we do here, basically. So, no matter what, you don't you don't need a Mexican for the corporation. Exactly, that's a myth, and it's still out there in the internet. And it's used for people to scam. Scam, because I had one situation in which someone convinced the client. They, it was before the clients get to 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 me. Someone convinced the clients that they need a Mexican partner. They put him on the partner. They give him attributions, full attributions. And then when it was time to, um, when they needed to take him out, he asked for a lot of money mm -hmm. for that. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. A lot of money. And it was quite an issue. So don't fall for that. Your partner needs to be someone that you trust and someone that you actually want to do something with. Um, no one can force you to put a Mexican in a corporation just because it has to be there. So don't fall for that. And I think that's it. Also, I must mention that the end of a corporation is quite complicated. Yeah, but that's for another... That's for another that's for another that's a whole other subject to how to finish a corporation but I'll just say very quickly that once you have a corporation and think about it when you're going to form it it's, it's a responsibility it's not something you can leave there abandoned it's going to cost you oh shit <laughs> it's going to cost you money to to um, how would you say it? to uh, dissolve it dissolve it or extinguish it it's going to cost you big bucks and I'm the one to say, I want, I'm going to give you a ballpark, two to $4,000, easily, easily, to dissolve the corporation. Or you're going to have to sell the share stock to another one who wants to buy a corporation, which is not usual. Yeah. And people who does this, or people who's watching or want to do this, buy an existing corporation, uh, be very careful and make sure that the corporation that you're buying have everything in place and is... Um, up to date in the taxes and every single thing. Just be very careful and, 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 and receive, make sure you're receiving good advice on, on doing that. Other than that, 
you can sell your share stock or extinguish the corporation. Other than that, there's no other way to get rid of it. So be sure or think about it when you're going to form that it's not something that you can just leave there or just uh, make it disappear easily. It takes time, it takes money, and it's a commitment. Exactly. Um, and that's, I think that's it. That's everything for today. If you have any more questions and you want more, more information or just want to uh, talk about this, send us an email, uh, give us a call, send us a text, and please hit like at the bottom, subscribe, and comment, and yeah, see you next time. See ya. Cheers.